Hey everyone, today is Wednesday, the 7th of December, 2022. This is The Gap, episode 641. I'm Luke Laurie, Job Gilroy is here, and my brain is mush this week. Oh yeah, why is that? Secrets that we can finally talk about this week. Because it's too damn hot, Luke. Because it's, it's too damn, damn hot. hot. I had to crack on the fucking aircon. Managed mm. to last until December, which I thought was pretty good. Yeah, but fucking hell. Yeah, we had it on at work the other day. I think yeah. two days ago. Yeah. It was really fucking hot. Mm. Like two yeah. days ago. I think. Yeah, one day. Uh, yeah, yeah, and we've got that. We've got one of those aircons where, like, it says it's nineteen degrees, and you're like, that's not. F- this ain't nineteen degrees. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is like minus six. What you've got going on right now <laughs> is way too cold in here. Yep. Um, or it's one of those ones that like it doesn't matter like the hotter it gets outside the lower the 19 degrees gets oh yeah yep. and so because it was really hot it was just like well I guess I'm getting a jumper <laughs> um, no but yeah I, I mean dream. I guess the dream is because we're working indoors all the time we're not too sort of affected by the heat yep. uh, but it is quite warm today yes yeah yeah like yeah, not as anyway. affected as people who are working in the in the sun, but damn, no, damn. Had to have the aircon on to sleep, and then last night I was too damn cold. It's out mm. of control. It is out of control. Ugh. This is why we shouldn't cut down trees. That's it. That's what it is. Yeah. And you specifically, oh. stop it. All right. Fuck. Yeah. Don't do it anymore. All right. Fine. I don't. No. To clarify for the list, I don't cut down trees. I just... Poison them. Yes, it's the same thing. I let plants die. (laughs) I'm not actively killing them. I'm just not actively stopping them from dying. I realize this. I know this because your your purple twitch hue has gone. Yep. Yep. And it's not existed anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that was sad. That was sad. Plants are supposed to die, okay? Nothing lives forever, right? Right? They're not... It's not like a forever plant. It's just a chili plant. It had its... It, it gave me one terrible tiny chili. And then it right. was like, I've done my... I've done my duty, sir. I will bid you adieu. And then I was like, mm. all right. We'll see you later, Scotty. His name was... The plant's name was Scotty. Because he was a Scotch bonnet chili plant, you see. I didn't yeah. want to call him Scotchy because that's weird. So, right. Yeah. You know. What do you? What about? I mean, you could have changed the name to like if it was a chili plant that only gave you. Was it just literally just one chili? Yeah. It was. It right. like it. It only did the one. I was going to do like Bon Scotch. I thought that would have been pretty good, but mm. uh, I'd already called it. Scotty too many times, so Bond Scotch. Well, there's a there's a character in Star Trek that's named Number One, right? You could have just went with that. Oh well, like what? Why would I like? First of all, do I look like a Star Trek person to you? Absolutely. How dare you? A Star Trek person with great teeth. Hey, it's a callback to last week. The continuing uh, story thread. That's what we do this now. Podcast. We do. Yes. We do, uh, yeah, linked threads all the way through. 
Anyway, shall we talk about some video games? Let's do it. Let's, let's talk about... Oh, God. Why is it on here? Hell Let Loose. It's back, baby. New update out today. They've added in a bunch of stuff. Uh, a new map. One that doesn't suck. Uh, which is just a... You know, just a, a really bold new uh, plan for the for the game. Um, usually all of their, pl their new maps suck, but this time, not the case. Uh, it's called... What's it called? I sure don't know. Uh, Kharkov. The update itself is called Burning Snow. It's called Burning Snow because guess what else it brings? Molotov. Escape from Kharkov. That that would no. be good. That's oh, that'd be. Imagine if if it had mod support, you could do that for sure. Um, no Molotov cocktails, mm. uh, and the flamethrower didn't have a flamethrower before, but now it does. Uh, you have to get to level eight with the support to get the flamethrower. Uh, so I spent an hour. People don't know about this. People don't know about this. But if you play Hell Let Loose. You can jump on, go into the server browser, search for Bob the Builder, and then you just select the support class and do what everyone else is doing. Do what literally everyone else in the server is doing, uh, which is usually just building a bunker and then building another bunker next to it for about an hour and a half. And riveting. Absolutely riveting stuff. Oh, I'm no. glad it's back on the list, this hey, game. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I have mentioned many, many times how fucked I think the XP system is. Uh, there's nothing I can do about it. They won't take my calls. They won't take my emails. They won't accept an interview with me. Uh, so this is what we have to live with. This is the workaround. This is how you unlock shit. Because there's no way, right? There's absolutely no reason why I, with 508 hours in this fucking game, should not have unlocked literally everything in the game yet. That's fucking ridiculous. That's utterly ridiculous, uh, but here we are. So uh, yeah, unless this is their plan, they're like, "Hey, we've got this server, hmm. and you need to go and play in this server." Oh yeah, and you'll build forever. Yep. People uh, love Fortnite. People love Fortnite. That's on the list too. Did you see? Um, yeah. Anyway, so unlock the flamethrower. It's pretty cool. It's mostly just like the flame effects are very good. Uh, they've added like burning on contact with stuff. Uh, it's scary as shit when you're standing. Uh, like I was in a bunker and uh, I was absolutely spanking the shit out of the other team every time they tried to come in on the bunker. Uh, and I was the only person. So I was, it was, it was a bunker on the cat point. It was Hill 5 on uh, Omaha. And, uh, yeah, no, Utah. Uh, and, um, yeah, I was in this bunker. I had this little cheeky corner and they sent, I, I legit got nine kills in this little bunker. And they just kept sending person after person after person in to try and kill me. And then suddenly the entire thing just filled with fire. And I was like, right, well, that's fucking awesome. Like, I probably could have stayed in there for almost ever, almost forever. But uh, now the game has a solution. And that solution is sick because it was terrifying. So that was cool. Um, 
yeah. UMAP's pretty good. It's very big. Um, it's it's got some like wide open spaces, but it's also got some like really obvious uh, good cover that you can move from like between and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I haven't played it a lot, but uh, my my gut says it's a, a decent map. It's all covered in snow. Uh, they've added in snow camouflage so that you can sort of not stand out against the fucking white of the snow. And yeah, we're playing, having a fucking grand old time. Uh, you know, we're playing just before Dr. E3 Money, Johnny Bravo, Nate and me. And uh, yeah, it was kind of frustrating. We like were the first... We were like, our truck was first on the fucking point. Uh, we were capping it. Uh, we had a OP down. We were holding. And then nobody else on our team came to support us. Uh, and we just couldn't hold forever. I think we all picked up like a squad's worth of kills each. But they just, it was, it was relentless. And our team... Uh, it turned out had gone, had seen us go, seen us capping, and then decided to beeline straight for the next point, which is cool if it's like one squad, but if the entire team goes and does that, then your chances of capping the middle point are basically zero, because there's just we we can't hold forever, and uh, yeah, that's basically what happened. We capped it back, which is crazy uh should not happen but uh we did manage to do it and uh yeah we almost like we sort of just belted off on our own into over to cap the next point because uh our team is sort of stagnated and uh yeah we get over there we got on the point we were capping that and once again Nobody, no, no backup, nothing from our team to help us out. It was, yeah, extremely aggravating, but we were getting shit done, which was fun. And we were working pretty well together as a team, which was cool. So, yeah. Anyway, Hell at Loose, yep. new map, uh, new other stuff, and a new weapon, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, yeah, that's uh, Hell Let Loose Escape from Kharkov. <laughs> um, available now uh, with a shit XP system, apparently. Uh, yeah. Maybe that's in their XP. 2023 roadmap. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Fix right. the fix the in-game economy. Um, it runs a lot better, too. I can't tell if that's just my new CPU because it is, it does strike me as a CPU limited game, or if it's actually been really well optimized. I don't, I don't know about really well optimized, but optimized better than it used to be. Because mm. that's a game that has a tendency to drop below sixty fucking frames, even on Nate's. Yeah, like Nate's computer. Right, Nate's got a brand new computer. It's got like uh, what is it, thirteen nine hundred K, and uh, forty eighty eighty. Uh, like DDR5 RAM like this thing's a fucking monster and uh, he was playing yesterday we were playing just Sniper Squad 
and in the town centre of Carantan, it dropped below 60, which it just shouldn't do on a computer like that. It just should not do under any circumstances. But it did, uh, which is crazy shit. And then, yeah, today, apparently the, yeah, the performance was a lot better. So, yeah. Anyway. Maybe it's just uh, the developers are rushing. Are rushing. We'll come back to that later. Oh, yeah. oh okay. It's a, it's a future. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, Were they rushing when they made Warzone 2 crash all the fucking time to the point that it's just pointless trying to play it? <laughs> Frustrating. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, I did play more of that, but it crashed all the time and it drove me fucking bananas. So I don't want to talk about it. I mean, you, yeah, that, but you got AMD though. So that's, you know, you're used to it by now. Unbelievable. Anyway. All right. Um, Control Alt Ego. Oh, man. Got recommended this game, and uh, it's I like it a lot. It's uh, very cool. It's sort of like a freeform puzzle game. It's described like they describe it as a an im sim, an immersive sim, and I guess I can see that kind of. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it it plays. It's like where I'm up to. It's still very. Uh, it's not linear because there are a lot of different ways I can sort of loop around uh, the map and, and do stuff like that, but it, it's very directed at the moment. Um, I'm not sort of... And I guess, you know, immersive sims aren't fucking, like, I don't know, open world adventures or whatever the fuck. But, uh, yeah, I'm just... I'm Where I'm at... It's less immersive sim and more freeform, crazy uh, puzzle game. I'm not up to the part where I'm doing, I'm engaging in combat or deciding not to engage in combat at, at a will or anything like that. I'm just sort of at this stage, uh, yeah, rolling through and solving the specific puzzles I'm told I need to solve. So uh, to describe it to you, you are a consciousness that has been uploaded to a computer and uh, the computer is on, I think, a space station. I get the feeling it's on a space station. I've sort of looked outside the windows and there's nothing out there. And I think that's maybe, I don't know, what what it's going to show me eventually. But uh, yeah, you're, you're in this... Uh, in this space station and you need to sort of get it back online basically and to do that you need to inhabit computers all over the place and you're able to inhabit them by spending some ego which is sort of like a you know a resource you build up on you've got three resources you've got what is it oil uh, juice and ego and the yeah the different uh, resources can be spent but juice is basically your uh, like health and oil no not oil energy uh, energy is your energy and uh, and ego is sort of yeah your ability to, to to take over to absorb these other things 
these other robots or computers and whatnot. And that's basically what's going on. You're like, by and large, you're a robot rolling around these, uh, this, this space station trying to work out how you can fucking like get through these crazy areas where everything's trying to fucking kill you. And yeah, it's sort of, I don't know. It's very, it's very difficult to explain. I Looks think, weird just watching the video. As you're noticing. Oh, it's, yeah. <laughs> like, graphically, I would not call it uh, the most amazing thing in the world. It's cute. Uh, and the environmental, the environmental effects, rather, are uh, good enough to make it very, um, like, readable. Uh, and it, like, yeah, you understand what's going on and whatnot. But otherwise... Yeah, I don't think it looks great. It looks kind of all very old school and stuff. It reminds me a lot of a game. There was a game I used to, I played right when I was leaving high school called Messiah. You were a little fucking cherub angel and you couldn't really do anything yourself, but you could possess people and you could make them do things and depending on what you possessed, that would like alter what was happening. Uh, like alter what you're capable of doing with that body like security cards would have security keys and stuff like that and that's sort of how this goes you're possessing these robots and uh, using them to, to get to different places but you can also possess other things tape decks uh, computer screens stuff like that and you can use that to sort of get a different angle on you know uh, nasty hostile robots and stuff like that which is good because uh, if you sort of face off with them face to face they'll kill you and that's bad obviously um, but yeah it's weirdly like weirdly compelling alright because because you just you've there's this real sense that you're putting everything together yourself which i think yeah is always always nice like there is a tutorial and it does direct you on what to do but it doesn't tell you everything and it like it goes out of its way to lead you by the nose to certain things without directly telling you what to do and so when you work that shit out you feel like you did it on your own even though if you Look back, you're like, oh, well, yeah, they did fucking drag me straight there and there wasn't anywhere else I could go and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think it's cool, man. Like, I am really digging it. And, uh, yeah. It's, like, just this weird, unexpected game that uh, I didn't see coming. But I'm, yeah, enjoying it a lot. Cool. All right, that's... Um Control Alt Ego. It's been out for a few months this yeah. year. A uh, new update just went out recently. Yep. Um, but you can check that out on Steam if it sounds interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. There you go. Next up, we've got Fortnite. What is this? What is Fortnite? Oh, Fortnite. Uh, yeah, Fortnite. It's, I see it's in the news, but um, Fortnite shifted to Unreal Engine 5.1. Uh, it's been Unreal Engine it for a little go. while. 
Nice. Uh, uh, it was, yeah, Unreal Engine 5 for a little while. Now it's 5.1, and that's added a bunch of, like, these crazy lighting effects, essentially. Yeah. Uh, and, I don't know, it looks, it looks real nice, I guess, is the crux of it. Um, yeah, like, it, the, the graphics are, like, it's still got its, its signature art style, but, yeah, the the way it looks is significantly improved and all of that is to do with fucking lighting, uh, which is, I don't know, impressive, cool, crazy. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a very, it's a very impressive, uh, like, bit of tech, Unreal Engine 5, um... But some of the, yeah, oh, not all lighting, my bad. Nanites is something yeah. else they're doing. Uh, yep. Buildings rendered from millions of polygons in real time. Uh, and the first time I played, I was getting like fucking garbage frames. Like my first game, I just got fucking shithole frames. I'm like, well, they fucked this up. Uh, but that it must have been like a streaming situation or something like a shader compilation or something i don't know but the second game i played i was straight back to i think i was getting 105 frames so i was like oh, all right my bad um yeah that is real good um so yeah it's uh i don't know it looks gorgeous it really does um i definitely recommend checking it out if you've got a pc uh and you've got and you've yeah you got Fortnite. Um, I think it's also it's on the general. next gen. Huh? <laughs> it's free. Fortnite's it's fr free. Yeah, that's what I said. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's also on next gen consoles. So if you get a PS5 or Xbox Series S or X, you can also check out this version of uh, Fortnite. Uh, I played a couple of games. I didn't get any fucking victory royales because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Everything's a bit weird uh they got bows now and uh every every like i don't know 60 seconds or so you get like some sort of level up or something which i think might have been one of the things they added in this update but i never really got yep. my head around it um so i was sort of i'd pick things and then they yeah i don't know it served me up uh i don't know do better with a bow. Uh, like, I don't know, hold hold your aim with a bow for longer or uh, have the choice of two bows, something like that. I mean, I don't want either of those things, but you can only re-roll once and I already re-rolled so I didn't have to get something about pistols fire faster or some shit and I'm like, well... All right, this fucking sucks. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think I got, like, fifth. And, uh, yeah, that was the best I could manage. Everyone else clearly had a better grasp on all of the things in the game uh, than I did. Uh, I was not... I yeah, it clearly remembered my MMR from the last time I played because uh, I wasn't playing against bots. Uh, that was mm. for certain. And, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's all good. Um, 
Yeah, I died to fall damage once. And why does a game like that have fall damage? And why does it not... It, do, it doesn't really successfully uh, indicate that you are falling so far that you're going to die when you land. I think that's mm -hmm. a real missed opportunity there. Um, they probably do something about that. I'm surprised nobody's complained about it. But Maybe don't fall. Maybe don't fall, yeah. Well, it landed on the roof. And then I jumped off. And then I crated. I'm like, oh, well, I guess this game has fall damage. Mm -hmm. And it didn't give me the option to pop my glider or anything, which is also real dumb. If I'm if I'm falling far enough that it's going to be fatal, just let me pop my glider, right? Mm. I don't know. Maybe. Like, Warzone yeah. doesn't function, but at least they got that shit right. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so the uh, you get augments at, at random intervals of that game. Not random intervals, during certain intervals of that game. Um, and they give you two. Mm. And you pick from one of them, or you can re-roll and it'll give you another two. Yep. And you basically stack them up as the match goes on. So the longer you're in the game, the more are these augments that you get. Yep. Um, but after so the first re-roll, yep. they're no longer free. So you have to have collected gold, which is another thing mm -hmm. I'm... Not super across. So. Yeah, so you got use gold to spend on um, vending machines. Like there's NPCs and things out in the world. You can go yeah, like yeah. hire them to fight with you and and that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a lot going on. Yeah, there is a lot going on. Sort of like that. It, that seems like what they tried to do with Warzone. They took a leaf out of that book for Warzone. They're trying to make more stuff go on so that people have more ways to feel like they've succeeded at stuff you know like that's how Warzone feels which I don't really love to be honest but yeah. I also don't love that it crashes every other fucking time I load in so I guess there's a lot I don't love about Warzone let's move on uh, alright let's go to the next one here Need for Speed Unbound uh, this is the latest Need for Speed game I don't know. How would you describe this? Like, launch. Fucking super weird. Secret? Um, uh, <laughs> this, this, this is a game that was announced like six weeks ago. <laughs> um, uh, it just kind of appeared out of nowhere. They've yep. done absolutely, I don't know, close to zero marketing on this thing. Oh, did they do some marketing? I haven't. Well, they, I mean, I think maybe I got an email once about it. It might yeah. have been a mistake. They might have sent it out accidentally. Uh, I'm recall, not sure. Recall, like, recall. Like somebody over at Criterion is clearly shit in someone's breakfast at EA. And they were like, <laughs> fucking pull the marketing plug. Yeah. Um, just, yeah, really strange release cycle on this one. Yeah. And so um, Criterion obviously have a pretty good pedigree in terms of some of their... Uh, their racing games they're, they've started off on like a, they were a team that did like Burnout Paradise back in the day which was a hugely successful um, racing game yep. that uh, they then went on to go do like Need for Speed Hot Pursuit which which had really good um, reception to it mm -hmm. as well and it kind of felt like oh maybe Need for Speed is is back <laughs> yeah um, and so uh, there's been a couple other games since then that they've put out. There's been like a bit of alternating between them working on Need for Speed games and like this other studio that's done it as well. Um, and this is their first like Need for Speed game in 
a while, like a, a quite a long time, um, because they had another company come in and, and was making them, right? Um, yeah. Do you know who that was? Ghost Games. Ghost Games. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, it's sort of like them coming back, and I guess like the um. Yeah, the 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 release sort of cycle for this thing is. I'm trying to find the date here. Uh, formally revealed in October 6 in 2022 yeah so two months ago yeah <laughs> it was revealed and it was like this thing's coming out uh, and so it is now available to play um, it is available on Xbox Game Pass Ultimate uh, in connection with the EA Play uh, partnership so you can play it for 10 hours and then you can go buy it if you yep. want to continue um i've played like a really tiny amount of it so far because i've got other stuff i've been playing um but from what i've played like it seems pretty good like it it's I, I really dig the art style like the aesthetic of it it's just not like another i don't know racing game like yeah. they're all looking the same these days d d apart from um you know the, obviously some look a, a lot better than others with the realism or all that sort of thing but this has a style going for it uh and i think it executes that style pretty well yep. um it's a it's like a cut like sort of they're going for the real world look but it's surrounded by this like cartoon aesthetic around it um you know smoke is brightly colored and uh you know billows out of the back of the car and this over the top um almost like anime-esque way and uh like things pop up on the screen as you're drifting and and all this sort of stuff like there's a there's it's got this unique look to it which is really interesting um but i guess you've probably played more than of this game than, than i have i think i've maybe played like three races right at the most yeah um so like what are your sort of thoughts on this one so far yeah, so you can you if you have Game Pass Ultimate, you can jump in and check it out for ten hours, which is awesome. Uh, it's honestly about all you'll need to get a good grasp on whether or not like or well, it's more than enough. You'll then you'll need to know if you'll get a good like grasp on whether you want to fucking play it or not. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know, I don't know I don't know if it's got. 10 hours worth of game in it necessarily but uh what what you've got there is actually pretty compelling it's real close to like i feel like maybe if they'd had maybe like i don't know based on announcements or a release window maybe if they'd had like three or four more days to work on this one you know uh, just three or four, maybe one entire extra week, uh, on the based on the theory that they announced it when they started working on it and and launched it when it was ready, uh, when it was finished. Yeah, one extra week, uh, and uh, this could have been everything. Um, it's a no, it's a it's a really fun game. Uh, it's it's weird, right? I don't think I don't think it's got the it's not underground, right? But I don't know if I don't know if anything ever can be underground or underground two or uh, most wanted, whichever whichever one it is that 
like you specifically like grab hold of and think of as your favorite fucking need for speed because everyone's got a different one right and it generally depends on which one they got to first right kind of uh but yeah for me it's underground um it's not it's not that um but it's the it's the it's the best need for speed it's the closest to it since maybe most wanted the original most wanted not the remake most wanted which i didn't much care for um yeah you're like you've got your you've got this car uh garage that you're trying to help run and you do illegal street races to bring in a bit of money and advertise the the garage and uh yeah that results in getting cars and upgrading the cars and you can you're incentivized to pimp them out so that you can like you know increase your your i don't know street cred via style and stuff like that and yeah i don't i still don't super grasp how that part works to be honest uh because i haven't seen any tangible element or link between style and like they they tell you a lot that you have to pimp out your car uh, and make it look good uh, so that people will notice you on the streets. But yeah, I haven't seen it in, in action. I haven't seen it result in anything necessarily, which is one of what, the areas- What, what car did you pick to, to start with? Uh, at the very start, the yeah. Sylvia. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. What, did you, what, what were the options? There was a- was like, like a, a shitty Lamborghini or something. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it's like a Lamborghini next to a Silver and you're like, I don't know. Like, yeah. what's wrong with this one? <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's it, right? The yeah, it makes it does make you wonder. Um, and there was a there's a muscle car, is like a, I think it's a Charger. I want to mm. say it's a Charger. It's your third option. Um, yeah, but they were all ranked like the same. Yeah. Um, here, and that's when I was like, oh, like generally I would be like, like go the Lambo, right? Like who wouldn't? But there's clearly something wrong with like the engine's gonna fall out while I'm driving it or something <laughs> like that. Um, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it hasn't been serviced as a Lamborghini uh, dealer. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. Um, but yeah, it's a uh, it's it's a weird blend of cars and stuff. The ranking system's odd. Uh, you can't do like. Uh, you start off with your B rank car. There's nothing below a B rank. He goes B rank, A rank, A plus rank, S rank, S plus rank. And it's like, you know, B to A implies the existence of letters below B, right? Like, that's, it's just odd. It's just an odd one. Uh, but you can't, like, I tried to, I had the ability uh, to purchase some parts for my car uh i'd want i won a bit of money and i was going to upgrade it and it would have taken me beyond uh a rank into s rank but just barely and i went to do it i'm like yeah well whatever i just want the fastest fucking car and it's like no you can't do this 
Well, first of all, it won't let you buy some things because you have to upgrade the garage. And sometimes it won't let you buy things because, yeah, you can't do this because you don't have any S-Class uh, like races available. So we won't allow you to upgrade your car beyond the point of being able to use it, which makes sense. But also, like, couldn't couldn't I just have, like race packages or something i want to drive around in the fastest version of my fucking car i don't want to be limited to uh, oh the tippy top of the a class right just let me drive around in like fucking s class and then shape it back down or if i have to tune it if i have to select the parts like make me do that but that's that's better like yeah it's just weird because you drive around the open world and it doesn't matter what fucking rank class car you've got it just matters when you go into... Because I got a second car uh, that was a S class And then I was allowed to have an S-Class even though I didn't have any fucking uh, like races above an A-Class. I feel... I f like, I, I don't know. I, I feel confused just saying this shit out loud. But like, it's just... It's a convoluted system that just didn't need to really exist. Because at the end of the day, it's just sort of a, it's just limiting me from making the car that I want to, <clears throat> I want to drive around in, which is annoying. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you can't just fucking cruise around in like the fucking tippy toppy car, um, even if you had the money, because it's, it's limited. And I find that a bit odd. Um, there was a mission where I had to like get a car from one location to another. And that's sort of how you unlock the ability to buy certain cars. Um, and it seemed like it was going to do it like Test Drive Unlimited. And Test Drive Unlimited is to me the like pinnacle of the open world uh, street racing uh, genre. No game has ever done it better. Uh, the entire map of Oahu, go wherever you want, drive whatever car you want, as long as you can afford it, and do weird missions for people. And one of those missions I distinctly recall was to drive, I think it was an, a Ferrari F40 from one side of Oahu to the other. And uh, yeah, if you took any damage... Oh, it was a 50-minute drive, and if you took any damage, you lost most of what you, like, were earning for that drive. And so it was basically, it turned into, like, you had to basically no-hit souls run a thing for 50 minutes. Uh, you had to do it in the time limit, uh, which was, and it, and it should take about 45 minutes to get across the island and so if you just drove to the speed limit the entire way or a little bit above the speed limit the entire way and you just like obeyed all the road rules then you would make it or you could try and do it in like significantly less time but you'd be risking any scratch at all and you'd lose all your money that was the dream and it seemed like mm. this this mission in Need for Speed Unbound was going to do that and then I crashed and it did not matter at all. I'm like, well, that's disappointing. 
I was really hoping for some consequences there. The crashes are pretty cool. I feel like they need to linger. The camera needs to linger on them a little bit longer. It's very like aggressive in like sort of just snapping, snapping back and being like, yeah, that's it. You crash. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Especially in, in races, it's, it takes no time at all. It'll just fucking immediately dump you straight back on uh, the on the course there have been times where i haven't even lost a place i'll be in a close race and i'll get in a crash or t-bone some dickhead who's drifting slowly across an intersection where they've got a green light so fair enough to them but uh i'll do like two rolls and then it'll put me back on the racetrack and there will have been a car that was just behind me and i will still be in front of it and i think that's a bit off um i think the I don't know. I, there's something about the AI that feels a little off. Um, like the, it, it's maybe a bit too like fast or something. I don't know. Like you, I haven't had a race where I've started anywhere but last place. Which uh, you know, if you go back to the Forza Horizon or Gran Turismo episodes you will know is one of my fucking pet peeves in racing games because it changes the landscape of the fucking race, right? Like if you always start in last, then you aren't, you you are have to be by default in a better car than everyone else, right? Which means that by default, like your skill as a racer isn't as important as the quality of your car. Because if you are in a worse car and you start in last, right, then you've got no fucking hope of catching everyone. But if you're in a better car, then you can climb the fucking, climb through the places. Obviously, AI comes into place and stuff like that. I just feel like the the there's one racer who's always in first and they're always significantly further ahead, uh, like hundreds of meters ahead. Of literally everyone else, and I just that's it. That seems a bit odd to me. There's no rewind mechanic, which I feel every street racing game should have. I just think that if there's a chance that you can get to the final corner and get wiped out, then yeah, a rewind mechanic would make it so that you don't feel like you just wasted seven minutes of your fucking life, you know. Uh, I I think every fucking racing game should have a rewind mechanic. To me, the rewind mechanic is like uh fucking I don't know the jump button in first person shooters, right? Like mm. these days, if your first person shooter doesn't have a fucking jump button, then there's a strong chance I don't want to fucking know about it, right? rewind mechanic in racing games is that to me i don't you don't have to fucking press the button you don't have to press rewind if you if you feel you're good enough to not use rewinds then don't fucking rewind right uh and better still is the forza version where it modifies like your payouts based on what difficulty you set for yourself because you can set it to have no rewinds and you get like a 0.2 uh like, sorry, a 20% increase on your fucking earnings. Do it that way, right? Do it however you have to do it, but just give me a rewind. Because, yeah, 
it is legitimately fucking infuriating getting to the last corner on a really long race and then fucking getting clipped uh, and rolling out and then dropping three fucking places. It's out of control. It just shouldn't fucking happen. Um, mm. But yeah. Uh, the cops are kind of cool. Like, that's the thing, right? I think... I think part of what makes this Unbound really good is that it came out of nowhere and it was better than everyone sort of expected. But I don't think it's good. I don't think yeah. that makes it good, you know? Uh, I think it's, like, fun and, uh, yeah, competent as a racer, but I think it's got some issues uh, that I think will get overlooked because, yeah, I don't know. Fucking Callisto Protocol came out and it kind of sucked and uh, Dark Tide came out and it's crashing for people and yeah, the three big games that came out on Midnight Miles, Miles Midnight Suns came out and it's some sort of fucking weebass dating simulator with the X-Men and yeah, people are like, oh, well at least Need for Speed is just fucking Need for Speed. At least Need for Speed does what it fucking says on the box. Uh, and yeah, they'll appreciate it more for that. But it, yeah, they might make the mistake of thinking it's good, and I just don't think it is necessarily. I'm not saying under any circumstances that it's bad. Uh, I just think yeah, there should be a fucking. There is a difference between good and fine, and Unbound is aggressively fine. It does what it does, and yeah. I mean, I didn't talk about the music. Most of it's forgettable. I didn't talk about the voice acting, which is, like, generally bad. Most of the time it's bad. Uh, sometimes it's bearable. I didn't talk about the writing, which it's hard to tell that the voice acting is making the writing worse, the writing's making the voice acting worse, but neither of them are very good, with the exception of one joke about a book called Why Am I Always Crying, which they do as a like as a bit of a running joke thing and it cracks me up it's their best joke uh, I don't know if it's their best joke because all the rest of it lands flat for me or if it's their best joke because it's a really funny gag uh, They, the first time they show it they nail the fuck out of it and then yeah it just sort of pops up every now and then um, yeah there's a lot to yeah criticise uh, but from a if yeah from a driving nice fast cars perspective it's yeah fine like um, yeah. well from a driving perspective it's good from a racing perspective it's very fine like and yeah the cars yeah like a weird range you can buy Volvo mm. you can get a Volvo but you can't get a Toyota of any kind like that seems odd. Uh, yeah. Just some weird fucking... There's just... That's it. That's Unbound. Unbound's just this game where, like, they do all these cool things and a couple of weird things, and then you're like, but why not this thing? That sort of sums up the game. Uh, you'll be done with it well before 10 hours, I feel. Uh, not from a, Not necessarily from a story perspective, just from a fucking game perspective there's just isn't much to it you know the reason the reason i was disappointed that uh driving this car from one place to another and crashing didn't matter the reason that 
was ups or well, not upsetting, but like disappointing to me was because it would have been different to just sort of driving a car really fast as like as fast as humanly possible. Trying to beat one minute fifty uh in in a Lamborghini Countach is awesome if you have to do it while getting absolutely no fucking scratches on it and then the cops start chasing you and all this kind of wacky shit starts happening and it's exciting and and terrifying and and whatever but doing it and none of that happens is literally just a race it's a time trial like yeah it's no different from every other fucking race right like yeah i haven't played online yet uh I doubt that I will. Um, I'm not terribly interested in doing that. Uh, yeah. I guess I get the feeling you can roam the open world with friends and that'd be cool. Um, so I could be, probably be tempted to try that out, but yeah, otherwise. But you've only got like 90 minutes left. What are you going to do? <laughs> Spend it all there. Yeah. I think what the people are surprised about is, yeah, it, it is the highest rated like Need for Speed game in since Criterion's last Need for Speed game, which was yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, you know, since Ghost Games sort of took over mm. and Criterion has been relegated to, uh, I don't know, fixing Battlefield games. Yeah. Or whatever DICE has been working on. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just been kind of very middling Need for Speed titles. Um, yeah. And I, like, it makes me wonder, like, what is EA's plan with this franchise going forward? If this is how they've treated one of the best games in 10 years from from that franchise. Yeah, true. Uh, it debuted at, um, I think it was 16th on the UK charts, which yeah, is right. not good. No, that's not good I think all. it was, uh, I'm looking here, it's, uh, sales were down 64% compared to the last Need for Speed game. So like they, just, they sent that thing out to die. Um, so... They send it out with a noose already around his neck, basically. Mm. Like, god damn. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, anything else to say about that one? Or are we good to move on? I think we're good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking about something else with its noose wrapped around its neck, uh, the Callisto Protocol is now available <laughs> to play. Yep. Um, this one had a really weird. Uh, I guess review embargo surrounding it. Mm. Um, we were I was offered a code for launch day. Um, on top of that, people that did get review codes, um, the embargo was two hours before release. That's generally not a good sign in most cases. Yeah. Um, because. I mean, reviews are tend to see as a way for people to get uh, an idea of potentially what game's going to be like. And, yeah. and I mean, you look at a, a title like, um, or I guess what Sony does with, with their titles, you know, God of War Ragnarok, you get a, a week before that game is going to drop and, yeah. and they're quite confident in that title. And so you've got that week lead up. And then when you've got a game where it's it's going to be uh, reviews dropping basically, you know, two hours before launch, which technically was like twelve hours after it was actually out here in Australia, uh, yeah, not a good not a good sign. Uh, and yeah, it wasn't a very good sign, I guess. When when all was said and done, um, it came out with pretty average 
review scores from critics. Uh, I've had a chance now to play a, a couple, you know, an hour and a half of it, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Play an hour and a half of it. I've tried to play a lot more. Right. Um, you've sounds sound like you've had some time to play with it as well. Yeah. Um, I, I knocked it or jumped in for about an hour. Yeah, I think we're probably up to around about the same spot. Yep. Um, but basically, for people that are not, not familiar, Callisto Protocol is a, a game that's being created by a company called Striking Distance Studios. They are, uh, an, they are independent studio, I think, um, that is uh, being run by Glenn Schofield, who is the... Uh, was the creative director on um, Dead Space, the original Dead Space. After that, went across to uh, the Call of Duty series, made a bunch of um, actually pretty good Call of Duty games, so uh, Modern Warfare 3. I think you gave him... Did you give him shit about his dog or something at one point? I can't remember. He didn't like you at all, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> it, was, uh, it was my pitch for Call of Duty Dogs of War, yeah. Uh, yeah. and you play as a dog, and then they stole that idea. Like that's flat right. out stole that idea yeah yeah um and then so after Just his stint with with call of duty <laughs> went over and uh started this other studio um they are was, i believe owned by crafton they're now owned by crafton okay yeah. um and it was originally this game was originally originally pitched as like something that was going to be in the PUBG universe. Yeah. Um, but then that was, I guess, distance from, you know, the original idea, uh, you know, a few years ago. And it's now just its sort of own isolated game with some Easter eggs yeah. relating to PUBG in there. It's it's not in any way, I guess, as far as I'm aware. Uh, and from what they've said, is it's not part of the PUBG universe yeah. specifically, like tied to it directly. Yeah. Um, and so this is, I guess, sort of seen as the spiritual successor to Dead Space. Um, obviously, there was a Dead Space sequel, which I really enjoyed, and then they went in a strange direction with Dead Space Three. EA wanted it to be more action focused. Um, it 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 went down that route with having like co op, and I yeah. think it was doing some interesting things in terms of how it was showing players different stuff on their screen that was a really neat idea but it was just like I guess not as horror focused they wanted to go in an action direction and that's not what people want out of Dead Space um, and then that was the last Dead Space game that we ever saw yeah. so this is um, Glenn sort of trying to uh, go back to that old classic horror style of games and so it's it's a title that we were pretty excited to see and play yep. um, everything leading up to it looked really neat I mean the visual style of it is still uh, outstanding uh, like visually it's got some cool stuff uh, Josh Demel is starring in it as the leading role um, who people would know from I guess the Transformers series what was or, that uh, he was in Las Vegas TV show yeah yeah all, all my circuits all my all in the family not, not seen that one I don't know what, what was it called which one the Las Vegas show not Las Vegas, the other one. It's called Las Vegas. No, he was in. He was famous from some like crazy other thing. For a long time before that. No idea. Uh, come on. All all my circles. I don't know. I don't know. You're thinking of Transformers. I think that's what it is. That's what it is. 
Was he the one who who asked all my children? Uh, yeah, he was on that for like I don't know a decade or some shit. Right. Anyway. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. So uh, yeah, reviews came out um, kind of middling, but the surprising thing was that uh, there was a, a lot of problems surrounding the PC release, and this is the code that I got. Yep. Um, I was like, it'll be fine. Mm. You know, I have a thirteen thousand dollar graphics card. Yep. It'll run yep. easy. It did not. Yeah. Um, I I fired <laughs> this thing up. I had it running at like it was like fourteen forty p, high settings. Um, ran the bench the benchmark, and there was this wild like stuttering problem that was happening in the game. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, basically like starting off at one hundred and thirty frames plus, and then it would drop down to like thirty, and then below that to the point where it was like close to single digits. It looked like, and it would jump up again. Um, and so there's clearly something going on wrong there and like no matter what i did and uh, it was classic steam comments like you've got a garbage pc to all these people like that's what you know yeah turn the settings down like all this fucking stuff yeah uh, like people with actual legitimate um suggestions like hey try turning vsync on or off you know that yeah. sort of stuff yeah. and then like one or two randoms being like runs fucking fine for me why are you trying to run it why is everyone trying to run it at, like max settings on Yep. you know turn off all that stuff uh anyway it turns out it was an actual problem um and, and the game got very much review bombed uh yeah. when i first saw it in the first couple of hours it was like 28 <laughs> percent and um so it was not a a few people it was just it was fucked yeah um glenn schofield wrote on twitter that they looked into it and this is what i was alluding to <laughs> earlier right. yep. the tweet here is uh, in response to it being fixed, a wrong file was patched any minute. Just, just freaking error by someone rushing. Yeah. Um, so they've Ugh. uploaded something wrong. Um, a bunch of people that looked at it at one point said like it's a shader problem. Like something's wrong with shaders. It's not. Yep. It's not doing whatever it's supposed to do. Um, instead, it's like falling over. And so they uh, they ended up rolling out a patch, and it. it I would say it fixed like 98% of the problems. Yep. Uh, it was unplayable that first. Yeah, like, I didn't I didn't night. play it during that. I spent like an hour and a half trying to fix it and I was like <laughs> it's like I can't I can't even play it. It's just too like we we talked about um like Pokemon the other day and yep. uh what was the other one um that was running really badly uh like Sonic Frontiers was a bit pitchy. Oh, yeah. But like this was just pulling like you couldn't play it because it would just pull you out anytime you try to do something yeah um like every 10 seconds the thing would just drop and so i was like i will play this when they if if they fix it um because something is clearly cooked here it's, it, it's not working properly um they did manage to get a patch out in like 24 hours which i it still makes me like how did this get released in this state like did they like something must have went wrong right because yeah. reviewers would have been asking like what's wrong with this game and why is it cooked uh like it doesn't work and so that it's that's it's weird that it got to that point where it took 24 hours after its release for something to get fixed yeah um and it, it was like i said it's pretty much fixed they've released a, like another couple of patches to 
just to even smooth it out more but that that problem's basically gone at this point so i don't know what happened there they've obviously done like they said yeah they, they're taking full blame for it Glenn is, but yeah yeah it's it's strange that it was re- released in that state um anyway uh like visually the game looks amazing it, it's like it really stunning does. um yeah. i can't it's got like, some- can't even fathom how it must look on yours because uh, it looks fucking yeah. great on mine and I don't think you know I don't think it'd be that much better but it'd probably look as good as it does on mine on yours mm. in 4k at a higher frame rate basically yeah yep. um, so it looks really nice it's got some um, certain like certain stuff in just the art style the design the, the things they've gone for like the look of the robots and how they move around is is really neat um there's uh, you know there's a lot of detail in the world even though some of it is a bit uh like repetitive in terms of the the cluttering of rooms and things like that um but it still looks like atmospherically it it looks really neat um and so i guess where its biggest problems lie is its combat is just from what i've played so far is my biggest disappointment because i was coming into this thinking like fucking dead space like shooting limbs off of yep. of of creatures and like getting sick like sick weapons that behave differently and and you've got to like actually prepare uh you know where you want to fire your shots and which parts you want to take out and i've had like none of that so far it seems like a melee game from what it's i've played very melee focused yeah yeah and the issue with that is the melee stuff isn't very good it's yep um you basically have like these enemies come up to you and they will attack you also in a like fist to fist fight um and you have to hold on pc at least the left or right uh directional buttons in order to dodge yeah uh you hold the opposite direction of whichever arm they are swinging in it's very like strange sort of um like it's not i guess clear as to how that works and like it takes a little while to get used to um and so you kind of just hold left and then you hold right when they do another swing and then once they tire out or they end their animation set that's when you start swinging at them and you hit them a couple of times and then they'll like get back up and like try and fight you again and that's pretty much all i've done for like the first hour and a half like nothing's really changed in terms of what's going on as a, apart from like oh now there's two things running at you and once you kill those two there's another one like it's just so repetitive and um unintuitive so uh i got an upgrade that was like hey you no longer have whatever you're using just then the metal bar now yeah. you've got a like a baton, baton yeah and it'll take less hits and i'm like that's not fun yeah where's my gun yeah uh so yeah man like uh, i maybe maybe i was just too focused on the whole dead space thing and wanting that gameplay instead i got a melee swinging clubs at people i think i would like the combat if I could fucking dodge properly, if it mm. had, if it, like, like the I, timing on it is so weird. Like sometimes I feel like I've pressed it and I'll get hit, 
And I'm like, I don't yeah. really understand. Yeah, like, 100%. I was dodging. 100%, man. No, there's absolutely something fucking going on with that, that shit because I have 1,000% mm. dodged and still gotten hit. And yeah. Yeah, it tells you not to worry. Just make sure you do it and or get it done or whatever it is it says. Uh -huh, and yeah. Nah, nah, man. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, that's upsetting. Just like, why can't I just duck back? Like, or roll, like soul star. Like, like I would actually probably like the game. Hmm. Like, like this melee focused fucking horror game if i could fucking right. roll out of the way like throw as many that's fucking call loop. that that is what they want you to do in it to engage oh. in the system yeah i know it's just not and, interesting and, and a a it's something about it's off and b it's not interesting yeah that and like fucking i i don't need <sighs> there's another game we're going to talk about and um I feel it like there was one area I went to in that and it had a better similar style of atmosphere with the creepy tentacle type shit and right. like gory aesthetic. Uh, mm. Yeah, I, I felt like that other game had had that better. But that other game, the camera is like 16 is on the International Space Station and in this game, it's perched on your fucking shoulder. Uh, but somehow, yeah, they, they, like, I'm the, I don't feel a sense of foreboding because I find the, the combat tedious. So I'm not worried about getting into a fight because, ah, spooky. I'm worried about getting into a fight because, oh my God, I gotta do this again. And so all that seems to be happening is I keep getting jump scares. There's no terrifying atmosphere. There's no horror from the setting, although it is horrific. Uh, I'm not feeling a horror vibe. Uh, instead, it's just jump scare after jump scare after jump scare. And there are a fucking lot of them in. Like, ah, oh, yep. the fucking, the head on a tentacle, man. I am already tired of them and... Yeah, you get desensitized at some point, right? It exactly. It no becomes a horror and, game because you're always expecting it. And it didn't, and it, it, and it didn't take very long because it throws a lot of them at you. Uh, it's, mm. it's their main fucking, their main version of how they're trying to scare you is that jump scare. And so it just gets to a point where you're like, eh, whatever. Like, I don't care anymore. I'm just tap hmm. E. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like I, um, to give you an idea of like how, I guess, lackluster hmm. um, some of the, the features are in this one. Like there's a point, and maybe you got past this, but it's, it's just after that first section where there's that robot sort of like, yeah. Uh, patrolling the hall and it goes off into one direction and you've got to go pick up like the fuse box and put it up into one of the walls and like switch some fuses around and all that sort of thing you get to a point in there where you get the baton the um the electric baton yeah uh which is not an instrument it's a musical instrument it is a device um 
there is a there's a thing on th that at that point you pick up that thing and the person that's talking to you and over the comm sends all right now that you've got that you need to come back to the watchtower or whatever yeah. it is right yeah i miss the thing where you have to press the button to open the door that's on the right hand side like it's on the it's on the um the computer like it's like a hugh jackman style computer screen setup there's like yeah. 14 monitors and yeah. a thing on the computer like i didn't see the button because it's white and it's on a like a red slash orange screen and so i missed the actual prompt to like press this thing i turned around ran over to the um uh to the side and was like where do i go now i don't really know and that's when the guy was like come back to the watch and i was like oh, okay so i've got to go back yeah and so then i fucking climb up to the at that point i i, I climb up and i'm running and i'm running i'm like is there a map in this game like am i going the right way like they said to come back do i have to go all the way fucking back there's no map in the game there's no like waypoint system you remember in dead space boom. you'd press a yep. button and he'd go i love that shit. yeah he'd boom and like the blue orb would drop and and show you like where you need to go it's not there yeah. um and so i'm like all right i'm pretty he's the guy said to come back so i'm guess i'm going back so i'm like running through i'm picking up fucking fuses and like switching fuses through these things i'm like climbing up vents and crawling through vents and all that sort of stuff uh and i get to a point i'm like i can't like it's another ledge yeah. or it's a it's a um it's a uh a table that i've climbed over previously to get to this point and it won't let me climb it. like, have, it's literally yeah. just a table yeah and i'm like all right guess i'm going back i clearly missed something and so i fucking spend the next 10 minutes running back to where i needed to go and I'm, i get back in that room and i see the little prompt like it's like press the button i'm like oh fuck God you damn, i'm pressing that door is fucking amazing yeah um <laughs> and like all of that would have been been solved if i had the the, the, yeah, the dead space boom yeah. yeah and just like oh you gotta go this direction like it shows me where i need to go like just something basic like that and yeah. uh and that was pretty soon where i switched it off i was like i i got other <laughs> stuff i could go play <laughs> um Man, Callisto Protocol is doesn't seem entirely yeah. at fault for that one. <laughs> no, well, no, it doesn't. But also, like the prompt to press the thing should have been a lot oh, bigger. In it, one hundred percent. I mean, it like, should have been I, on a background I can't that I couldn't see. Picture like missing it, but the fact that you did means that it's missable. Um, which is yeah, like you said. Uh, just why, why doesn't it just have the fucking yeah the guide oh it's but it's also weird, the, the but... fact that the guy says like come back if he didn't say come back yeah, to the watchtower because yep. in my mind i'm like i've got to go back all right fair enough off, off we go maybe i've got to go fight that robot that i avoided or or you know something like that yeah uh no it wasn't the case but it, no it was shortly after that, that i stopped because you then open the door you go back to back to the watchtower and you run into like the, these things you, you're fighting and you fight one and then one creeps up behind you and you fight that one and then another one jumps over like you fight like four of them and, and i must have died at that point like six times because i'm like i'm definitely dodging like i'm pressing the button sometimes i'm dodging other times i'm dodging and getting hit like clearly yeah. i'm dodging and i'm getting i don't know what's happening and then i was like fuck this man like i'm just not having fun at this point yeah uh and if all you're gonna give me is a a melee game i'm 
I, I literally switched it off at that point and was like looking up do I get guns in this game I don't want because I don't want to like that's not the game I want oh for sure for sure um the 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 because I did reviews in review on the Callisto protocol and so uh yeah apparently the game's hyper linear uh like super fucking linear um so yeah I guess that's why they didn't go for the fucking guide or whatever because it'd just sort of exacerbate uh underline how linear the game is but at the same time yeah yeah you wish uh i'm pretty sure we're pretty close to getting the gun oh yeah there is a gun yeah there is and we're pretty close to it like not very far at all although yeah it is a dick punch to go to a baton that's i just don't understand that that's such a weird one just give us a fucking baton from the start like yeah just have me pick it up from the like a security guard a dead yeah exactly right like fucking hell I mean yeah. which is what they get you to do but it's like yeah so much Far like earlier. I've already fought a bunch of these things and it's not like it's doing significantly more damage at least it doesn't feel like it is it's like oh it's six hits instead of eight <laughs> oh, fair enough um anyway like I, I'm, I'll probably jump back into it cause, yeah because I don't know. Like I've liked what they've done before. It's got a cool atmosphere. It runs better now. All that stuff. Maybe I'll drop the fucking difficulty. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, apparently, you can play that. You can like platinum that game by or, or whatever it is. Like putting it on the easiest difficulty, yep. and then just before you're about to finish, change the difficulty up to the highest one it's got, <laughs> and it'll give you that trophy. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Yep. Um, all right. Is there much else to add in Callisto Protocol? I don't, think so. I don't. I don't see myself necessarily going back to it. Uh, I just wanted to play it because I know Nate's going to want to talk about it on the end of your podcast. So. Is it his favorite game? I think it's his game of the year. Really? Yeah. You taking so, the piss? Yeah, I am. Okay. He gave it a six. <laughs> right. That's still positive. It's still positive. Well, he is generally yeah. He really liked the Did first Did he play it with and... all the fucking stutters? Like, was he confused? Uh, he no, apparently it, wasn't, apparently it wasn't happening early on. Oh, that's like, weird. Yeah, it started kicking in. Weird. Yep. All right. Uh, there you go. That's the Callisto Protocol. Um, it's it's out on a bunch of stuff. I, I would wait for them to fix it, at least on PC. For until they sure. Until all that stuff down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, super disappointing. Um, all right. And the very last game we've got here, Diablo 4. Big one. What? Boom. Dropping it out of nowhere. Boom. Boom. Only yep. on the gap. Uh, only uh, here. And only. Game Per. Um, and Game <laughs> Per. Yeah, you can... Uh, um, yeah, have, have a listen to this. We're about to go on for quite a while. Uh, so the last time I played Diablo 4 was at BlizzCon 2019 when they first revealed it. I was over there at that, at that point, uh, living in the US. And they had um, the reveal for this. And then afterwards, they were like, and the game is here. Like, you can play it type of thing. And they had, had them set up on stations with um, uh, on time limits. But up in the media room, they basically, um, you could just sit there and play for as long as you want. So I, I played 
quite a bit through the multiple characters that had had to offer um and i uh i had a lot of fun with it i thought though it's a really good spot i was i went back and listened to some of that podcast that we did and i was like yeah i think this will be like 2021 like maybe end of next year uh yeah uh, it's, it's now nearly three years later um <laughs> yeah but like even at that point like it felt really good like it felt like a, a they were doing da- like it felt like diablo like you can't really hard to fuck that up um but it, it had this amazing sort of art style to it and it looks really neat with the lighting system and all that sort of stuff and so yeah i was definitely keen to play more um and so they uh it's it's been a while since we've sort of seen anything from this game other than the quarterly updates that they do um for the on the blizzard blog which i do check into whenever they drop them i'll go in and read what's going on they talk about all the systems and artwork and level design and all that sort of stuff that goes into it um and so i think it's a really interesting insight into um giving people a a look at the development and what they're sort of thinking and what's being changed um and how games evolve over time yep but but it's also like this weird double-edged sword where stuff can be announced and then it's not in the game later on and you get weird things like the insomniac games puddle gate and a puddle gets moved and people lose their minds because they think it's a graphics downgrade like it's a really slippery slope to sort of walk on that um, but I think Blizzard has done a pretty good job of, of sort of outlining a bunch of this stuff. Uh, and so this build that we got to play, I don't know if I've played a build like this before where they just kind of give you a lot. Um, generally for a preview, though, you know, you get a snippet. You get something that is uh, a slice of a, a game they've worked on and you're lucky to have anywhere between half an hour to maybe four or five hours if it's a if it's a longer slower burn sort of game um this was or is basically the prologue uh act one and and the start the start of the initial campaign so the very start of the game up until end of act one is what they've given us um they estimated between five to ten hours of of uh to to complete that area i think i spent 10 to 15 hours on my first character um and they had three classes to play awesome um so i initially picked the rogue um i jumped in and off i went on my my diablo 4 journey um i'm i was a uh a demon hunter main on diablo 3 I played a bunch of the other classes, but that was like my main one that I'd, I'd jump into during the seasons and and try and um and during the torment levels and all that sort of stuff and mess around with. And yep. So that kind of seemed like the most similar to me. And uh, yeah, basically uh, this takes place after the events of I think it's about ten years after the events of Diablo, um, the Diablo three expansion. Um, where Lilith is the main antagonist and we don't really know a lot about her at this point uh, and I'm not going to talk about story at all up until giving you that brief glimpse because um, right. yep. we'll try and avoid all that sort of stuff uh, but you're in this this open world 
which is a little bit different from the last Diablo game where it was uh, each act was its own sort of self-contained area this is just one giant map and you can roam around this world pretty much in any way that you see fit um, you don't have to do as far as I'm aware you don't have to do the campaigns in order um, you can try and do them out of order they, they were going for that adventure style mode that was in the uh, Diablo 3 where you can kind of just roam around and, and do these uh, weird side missions in, in any order that you wanted to in a bunch of the worlds like you didn't necessarily have to start at Act 1 you could maybe start over here in Act 3 and so I think that each zone is still broken up into levels but if you want to go explore a different level good luck to you go off and it's it's not like linear at all uh right to the point where like 20 hours in of me playing i was still finding it in new areas that i hadn't been in before in this preview build yeah um uh yeah and just running around and, and exploring all this you know area that you could discover um some of it was auction like limited off it would teleport you back if you weren't if you going out of zone but for the most part like we had a huge area of the map to explore and discover and so um basically focused on doing um the main act uh doing a bunch of side missions going through dungeons um there are there were world events that you could go and, and explore and participate in um yeah and just leveling up my character uh, experimenting with builds and clicking on things till they die so that I get better loot uh, and it does that stuff really well it's a um, yeah it's it's they've put a lot of focus into making these classes feel unique but also the builds that you can play in each of them also vary wildly like the rogue build has a uh melee and a ranged build that you can sort of go with i went with ranged because going back to um my my demon hunter that's what i was yeah as a demon hunter but you can you're, you're basically given like an option of four skills in your talent tree that you can pick right off the bat um which will be your left click you know whatever you press on it that'll make your skill go and they're very basic stuff and it'll be like all right this will fire an arrow and this other one is something similar and it flies fires this type of arrow or this one here is a melee stab and this other one is another melee move and so you can sort of um look at these abilities that you've got determine how you want to um uh go you know what type of build you want to go into and then start focusing in on that that uh specific build and and it you know going from either a melee or, or a, a range class is really interesting because it does change up depending on how you want to build that and so what i ended up doing was this range class i specced into a um it's like a shadow step thing where i could teleport into or behind an enemy do a bunch of damage um and then my second ability was a poison trap which took about i think it was like one point one second to uh, initiate and lay down um once once somebody actually triggered the trap it would explode it would immobilize everybody in that area and then it would start dealing out poison damage um i then had another ability that i could press which would kind of like buff my moves almost um like give it more damage 
by imbuing your um, your weapons with the different modifier uh, modifier type of damage. And I think I was running shadow damage at that point. So you do that, and then I had another ability which would um, which would use a bunch of my you know your mana in the game for this particular character, your energy, uh, and it would do a bunch of like arrow shots simultaneously and in a in a like an arc uh, and then each one of those would cause a uh enemies to be imbued and then if they die they would explode and then cause damage around them but you could also skill into another thing where anybody that died would then place that effect on anyone else in that radius and so you had this like chain reaction that was going on that's kind of where i ended up in the level cap of this build which was 25 um the overall level cap in the game is 100 um and so yeah that's kind of where i went into and it was very like a heavy jump in and just do a like a stupid amount of damage to start off with um and just make everything explode all at once and by the time i got to that like level 25 it was just like things were just dying almost instantly Mm -hmm um which was really cool uh and so on top of that skill tree there are um each skill kind of has another branching path that goes down with it that gives that skill a modifier and then from that modifier there is another branch which splits it off again uh, and you can choose from one of those which will then modify that skill yet again um, and then once you put enough points into the skill tree you unlock more talents that you can go in and spec into um until yeah you eventually build out your entire character but then you can go back into that skill tree because there is 100 points there's passive abilities that i didn't really you know play a lot with because i only had the 25 points out of 100 um you can go in and then you know maybe you want to play a rogue class that is purely just traps and just fucking lay traps like you can go in and do that if you want to and so there's like a lot of variety in there that you can mess around with on these classes and that's just like the the one um that I played with so I played with I spent like I don't know 10 to 15 hours on that that rogue um, unlocked its specialization class which is I think it was that imbued system if I recall um, and then I jumped in and started playing as a sorcerer um, got that up to you know I spent like a, a good maybe 10 hours on that one um, not as long because I kind of skipped through all that dialogue I'd already seen yeah, skippable skippable cutscenes Job you'll love that um, <laughs> and yeah leveled this one up explored a bunch of new places that I hadn't been to before like really ran through and powered it up uh, and I played as a a, a lightning sorcerer um, so she she had the uh, basic abilities of like you know frost damage or lightning damage or arc lightning as, as well and then a um, uh, fireballs and buyer all that sort of stuff um i guess if you wanted to you can sort of have like a mix of them but i was like let's just go everything lightning like i just want to go stupid with like like she clearly has some sort of fascination with all this stuff and so every single school that came up that was like lightning i was like let's go the spec into this thing um and so her left click that i picked was basically anytime i click on something it would hit them with a lightning bolt and it would then trigger that same effect like three four more times and so i do a, a small amount of damage but it hit them like six after quick succession a couple of times almost like they're getting electrocuted 
Um, and so I'd like click on one thing, click on something else, and they're both taking damage at the same time. And then I had another one, which was the ability, uh, which cast like a lightning bolt that spun around. Reminded me of like, um, you know, the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Michael, what's his name? Yeah, uh, Yondu. Yondu. I can't remember his name. Anyway, Yondu, he's, he's got his little thing that he whistles and it goes around and like shoots people. Yep. Basically like that, right? Uh, this lightning bolt would go around and hit people, Good. zap them, all that sort of stuff. Um, and then my uh, one of my other abilities was to cause like a massive uh, chain lightning on enemies and they would just like explode all over the place. Um, and then like, I, I, like, I don't understand how this happened, but because I'd chained, I, I'd gone into like this lightning build, it, there's this system called like energizing that would leave these globes around, these energy globes around the environment whenever i picked them up it would give me three lightning bolts and i had this massive lightning bolt meter on my character and whenever i filled that up it would auto attack people with this lightning and so i kept specking into all these abilities it would create more of these lightning bolts right and so i would just run around and anytime i fucking left click on somebody i had like a 20 percent chance they'd drop one of these lightning bolts and then so i was just automatically hitting people with this lightning stuff by the time i got to like the level cap in this game um and so that was ridiculous like it, it was just like a ton of fun to play as her uh and she's not necessarily her but my character was um a female character you could have you could have a bunch of different um customization options in the game uh so i played as her and she's also got like a again another specialization sort of talent each one of these characters is is completely different in terms of their specializations of what they do um and so i i you know i went into to lightning for her uh and then the third character i played as the barbarian um again like each time i played one of these i was like oh yeah i'll have fun with it and like i thought there's there's no way i'll have fun with this character like it's not really what i go for in these types of games like i just I don't want to play Barbarian at the end of the yeah. day. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I had a fuck ton of playing. Like I had so much fun playing as Barbarian. Um, yeah. He, the one I specced into was, um, he was a melee character uh, and he, he's got a stupid amount of weapons. Uh, Wait, you say or, it was a melee, like could, could you have gone arranged? Yeah, could have went female. Yeah. Um, so my Barbarian, he was a- uh, No, but like a, a ranged Barbarian? You said melee? versus you specified melee i don't think you can go a melee a ranged barbarian i mean this i just i was just questioning that that word choicing you know yeah 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 um well yeah i'll tell you why because uh you pick up melee weapons right and you literally have four slots for this thing and the way that the skill tree works is it sort of auto and this is the same with with the um like the rogue class when i was saying you can play as a melee or range you can have stuff in those slots and sort of switch between them and the abilities that you use it'll either auto select what weapons it wants you to use and so that you know those abilities that are tied to those weapons will then be affected by whatever skill you've chosen or you can change it so that it uses a specific weapon for that specific move if you know what I mean. Right. Um, and so I've got these four weapons on me, right? Yeah. One of them might be a sweeping um, axe 
and the other one might be like a slashing sword that has bleed on it or something like that and you can attach those weapons to those specific moves so that it uses those effects when you use the skill that's awesome um, or you can just set it to auto and it'll just pick whatever one it thinks is the best one to use yeah. for that specific situation because it might be in the slashing slot or it might be in the the um the uh, sweeping i think it was uh slashing and sweeping sound the same i can't remember i've played yeah. so much of this game yeah um but it like it, it'll pick which ones you want and so i've got like four slots and i'm rolling around with all of this uh this these weapons on uh the uh and the skill the first skill i went with was um anytime i hit somebody it would stack up um a token and every token made my attack speed quicker so it would start off a little bit slow but by the you know third stack he was like really blasting into people and doing a ton of damage uh and then you could then spec into other things in that tree so that like if you had more stacks you would get like 25 percent damage reduction per stack or, or, or it was eight percent per stack and then all up it was like 20 something um once it was maxed out uh, and so all of a sudden i'm playing like this barbarian who i thought was going to be slow who was absolutely just wailing on people yeah and i would go into boss fights where before i would like kite bosses around and like have to dodge all of these moves that they were doing i would just stand there and just belt into like bosses because i had all this damage reduction and was doing all these crazy moves on them um so like it just completely changed the way that i i played those other two characters um and so one of the so one of the um first abilities that i got was this uh use he used his big axe to like stick into the ground and then like do a sweeping attack and it would lunge like all of these rocks at the um in front of you in an arc anybody caught in that would cause uh would take a, a ton of damage and then you could spec into it later on so that some people would get stunned by that like there was a chance for it to proc to stun and so i had that in there as well um i then got a, a foot stomp which i could do and stun people um so it was handy on like uh named named creatures and that sort oh, yeah. of thing that had yep. abilities um and so i would like hit them three times stomp and then i'd be doing like a bunch of damage while building up my fury meter because every time you uh attack somebody much like a a, a, a mage or the rogue um rather than you having a a bar or an energy system that's completely full all the time and you deplete it it goes up the barbarians in a bit of a reverse where he has no energy and as you attack things he gets more and then you use that energy to to um dispel some of these attacks and so you, you, it's a lot of like chaining combos and all that sort of stuff uh, i had a war cry that would give me a buff and any allies that were nearby um and then i specced into so that like the more people that the more enemies that were ne nearby when i triggered this it increased like my damage and all that sort of stuff and so um yeah like again it just kind of felt wildly different to what those other two characters were doing and then by the end yeah. of it, i was like man i'm having a lot of fun with this one as well like they just didn't from what i've played and it's scary because like i want to play a necromancer uh because i played like a lot of necromancer in mt2 yeah and i'm like fuck i've got so like i just i don't know man unless they really fuck this up i feel like my time is just going to disappear in <laughs> this one um yeah and so it's a uh, I, I played through all of those three characters i think i put in 
over 30 hours, maybe 35 hours in this game so far. Um, just act one. Uh, the environments are really cool. Like everything looks like visually it is outstanding. It runs amazing. Um, which I, like, again, I don't know. I'm on a stupid computer, but um, <laughs> yeah, I was running at like 4K, everything maxed. Uh, and it wouldn't drop below like 130. Um, and then, yeah, just the, like the, I think the look of it, although it was kind of, it's, it's a little hard for me to see because it was watermarked the game. Um, yeah. uh, but it's still like visually super neat. You see like when, as you're casting spells, like, um, it's like, especially as like a sorceress, the reflection, reflection of light, it, like bouncing off of walls and all that still sort of stuff looks really cool. Um, uh, yeah. And just the environments themselves. Some of them you get into me like, holy shit, like this cathedral looks amazing. Um, which is really neat. I guess like there are, um, th there's quite a few changes from the last time I played this and I had a chance to talk to, uh today came in very hot uh rod ferguson who's general manager of um diablo and also the um game director uh, joe shelley for diablo 4 yeah um one of the things i brought up with them was that uh the last time that i played this and it's something you might remember um because you were very in on on this feature um, they had a they had a mechanic in there called runes, and it was a um, they described it as a, like a key pillar of their combat system. Um, yeah. Which the way it worked was there was uh, condition runes and effect runes, and you would get you would find runes uh, in a sort of like a similar way of gems, and you would get the condition runes and effect runes, and then combine them to together to create a rune word, and that rune word you would place on an item, and it would cause some sort of thing to happen um yep. it might have been like every time you use an ability there's a 15 percent chance of this other thing to trigger all right and it gave you a bit more customizations in terms of your characters and the abilities that they used uh and it was something that was in diablo 2 which um got a very big reception when they announced this at, at blizzcon 2019 um I didn't see it when I was playing my build, and yeah. so I was very curious as to where that went. Um, turns out that it's not up to their standards at this point, and right. they have removed it at this stage. Right. Um, and it's not going to be available at launch, but they're still working on it. Um, and so I guess that's sort of like the, uh, you know, the, the double-edged sword thing I was talking about before, where you reveal things too early and sometimes because it is an evolving game yep. some things don't show up later on down the track uh, and that seemed like a you know a larger thing that they was trying to focus on to give more character customization to players and um, you know they're saying it, it, will, it will be there at some point but not at launch um, yeah and uh, I think that was the sort of main takeaway I, I talked to them about some weird stuff happened during my play playthrough uh, I ran into some treasure goblins, um, yeah. but that took like 25 hours for it to show up. Okay. And I wasn't sure if that was something they were like tinkering with in the background or if it was like just me being super unlucky right. and not finding it. Yeah. We've seen like Blizzard do stuff in the past where they're able to make changes in the back end without rolling out major patches. Yeah. Um, they said they've got the ability to do that sort of stuff, but, but, uh, nothing like too major. Um, so yeah, had a had a chat with them for like an hour, which was 
cool. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know what else to say. Like, it, it just feels really good. It, it's kind of all the things you want from Diablo. This was obviously very, it was a, a, a build that I've not really, like a build of this size I've not really seen before. Um, I've gone to preview events where they're like, hey, stay here the whole day and, yep. you know, you can play this eight-hour build of, I don't know, Elden Ring or whatever. But this is yep. like, here you go, you've got this for a week. Have fun. And I've, like, spent, like, 40, 35 hours in this thing so far. Yeah. Um, playing a dumb amount. And so, yeah, there's... Hell, I did the eight hours in Elden Ring and I got through... Hmm. Fucking... Well, I was, like running along the walls and shit like the invisible walls that were stopping me from getting outside of the boundaries of the fucking demo and stuff yeah. like yeah eight hour like Elden Ring as big as that game is eight hour that preview they only had about eight hours worth of shit to do I'm sure you could have spent more time because you're bad but uh bad yeah. at Elden Ring but for me you know yeah um, a few other things that I noticed that have changed is the, uh, from the last time I played, they've tinkered with the potion system. Um, this was, th this wasn't, you remember health globes were in the yeah. last one? Um, and the way that works was you'd pick up a health globe and retail some of your, your health. Um, when I played the build in 2019, it was back to potions. You'd pick up potions from, from bodies uh, and you'd have like, I've got like 55 potions in my backpack and, um, and you, I guess you just kind of use them. It's gone in a different direction once again, where you're limited to potions. Um, so you start off with five, uh, and then you use one and it's like, it restores 25% health and then, you know, blah, 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 over a certain amount of time. Uh, but now they drop, uh, like health globes slash health potions. And that's what fills up your used potions again so it's like a mix between the two um didn't see any world bosses which is that stuff's generally tied to uh world tiers it's going to be a way for you to elevate in your world tier right um, so i didn't see any of that sort of stuff and i don't know if that affects something that they were tinkering with back then or, or was a feature of was you would stun bosses which is still in the game now um, but you would also do like a monster hunter thing and, and strip limbs off of enemy bosses and it would cause their attacks to change in behavior. Um, I played, and that was world bosses. In regular bosses, they do have stagger bars, which you can stun them, um, but I never saw anything where I would like rip a limb off somebody yeah. and it would change their attack pattern. Um, basically, whenever you went past one of these stun points sorry one of these um phase points in the uh the boss that would change their attack pack and pattern but it wasn't tied to the stun bar as far as i could tell uh from what i could understand the stun bar was literally just a stun bar it would stun them for a couple seconds and you could just wail on them for a bit um yeah man i like i don't know if there's much else to sort of go off here like there's a, a ton of content um, it's doing everything that you sort of want from a Diablo game. Um, I think they're pretty confident in what they've got, considering how much time they did give us. Uh, the what about the art design, man? Fuck the yeah. art in it was just top notch. It was so slick. Uh, mm. Yeah, you know I didn't get to see a lot, but fucking hell, like it just and you know what I could see 
I was peering around a watermark. But uh, <laughs> yeah, like that one dungeon that I was talking about earlier with mm. the fucking creepy limbs and the tentacles and man, that is some shit. Like you probably you probably get sick of seeing it after fucking I don't know. 500,000 hours or whatever it is the average fucking Diablo play, uh, player plays the game for but uh, yeah that oh man just the way it was alive that that mm. entire dungeon was fucking alive man and it looked sick and then there was that church one and that was just pure old school like Diablo except for the fucking old mate with his top hat looked like you drawn him in fucking yeah uh, drawful um yep. And yeah, the overworld shit, very fucking cool. Uh, yeah, like it just looks like it looks great uh, from a graphics point of view, but like it looks distinctive from an art point of view as well. Is like it it they marry the Diablo classic Diablo aesthetic, which is I guess you know gothic horror, medieval gothic horror with their the sort of more realistic uh graphics that the the game is sort of set in and it just looks fucking great man uh and yeah being able to go into buildings without having to fucking open a door and load somewhere and shit that was cool and yeah there's loading screens for dungeons yeah um which makes sense yeah uh but yeah, but not in it's the not town or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, and it was very no. Quick. If you're teleporting from each zone, if you're if you're teleporting from a zone back to the town town portal, it's pretty much instantaneous. If you're outside of that town, teleporting like in a dungeon, teleporting to the town, then it it's got that loading screen again. For the most part, like you roam around this entire world and, and can just run from one point to the other. Yeah. Um, there's no loading in that open world per Which se is slick as shit man yeah yeah um there's mounts in the game i didn't get any mounts they right. were locked from as far as i'm aware they were locked uh oh. I, I never found a way to get them oh. um, and so that'll get you across the world a bit quicker um yeah and there's there was a couple of times where it's not like it's it's multiplayer like you sort of see people out in the world there's yeah. a couple of times where i saw some people out in the world um and that's when those world events would come into a play like you'd be able to team up with other players like big parties and take on these enormous bosses that where the camera will zoom out and you'll have to fight them um or you can just see them out you know you'll, you'll see someone out and, and try and uh you can join their team with the, the emote wheel and all that sort of stuff um but yeah man i, I like it's really good like they've done a, a good job they're clearly confident um there were rumors going around and i don't know this yet at this point they didn't tell us that the uh release date for this was going to be um april of next year that's what the oh, rumors yeah. were i think this came from like xbox era and like windows central or something like that um this is a few like a, a week or two ago um i don't i think that's too early from what i've played i don't know there's just too much about this build like it's it's clearly fun but i think it's not up to like blizzard scratch um it's a little bit little bit buggy um a lot of placeholder stuff that's in there 
uh, including like uh, art assets and um, and voices and things like that, um, which makes me think that like April seems too close. Unless it's like an older build, like a really old build. Um, so I, I'm sort of leaning towards Q1 next year sometime, but past like not April. I could, I could be mistaken, but it just I've seen too... it rumored June. So uh, oh, okay. Hey, I guess we'll yeah. see. We will yep. see. I mean, that sounds better to me than April. April yep. makes it sound like this games have to like it'll go gold in February. February, yeah, yeah. Uh, that seems too soon for <laughs> me. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be pushing it. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Any, any, anything else you wanted to know about this so far? Uh, no, nah, man. Like, I mean, oh, oh, go on, Jove. Um, are you concerned about anything? You know, right. you know. Like, having watched what happened with Diablo Immortal and what happened with Overwatch yeah. 2 and what happened with, you know, the fucking list keeps growing. Mm. You can say well, anything. So they talked about some of that, the developers. Um, so it's basically the game itself is going to be like a non-linear story campaign with, with like multiple branching parts. Uh, all of the um, live service content will be three month seasons which is kind of i guess what they're doing now with yeah. with diablo 3 yeah um in that content will be uh a bunch of new features they're going to be doing regular story expansions which we already knew yeah um and the in-game shop will be a season pass um and all of it will be cosmetic they're saying none of it is power based okay so okay. that's where they're going with that one okay that's good that's yeah. good so they're saying the right things there yeah um i guess we just have to wait and see is there a real money auction house no there's not uh, double check that today uh <laughs> no <laughs> how did their they solution, that <laughs> i mean we talked about the auction house today their solution is like we want people to that clearly didn't work uh if you want to trade you can trade with your friends or or other people out in the world but um and there's a trading system yep um but yeah that's not that's not in there um it, it's not there <laughs> at all <laughs> at this point uh yep. gold um yep yeah yeah i i i don't like they didn't have all I don't think all of the multiplayer features were functional because we couldn't PvP. Sure. As far as I'm aware. I mean, I didn't try. Did they ever add PvP to Diablo 3? Did they ever make no. it? Yeah. I, I don't remember, but this one, I remember them saying like it's being built from the ground up with PvP. Yeah. So but it better be in there um, when this thing launches. Yep. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's really good. I, um... I'm scared for when this thing comes out and how many hours I put into it because I've it's not out yet and I've yeah. put 30 hours plus into <laughs> a preview event yep. which is kind of scary um, yeah so I'm looking for like I said I don't know the release date um, I think it'll be I mean what you said sounds pretty good June yeah that's that's a you know give them six more months to keep working on it yeah um and uh, they told, they said to uh, watch the Game Awards. Big news. 
So I right. think by the time people hear this, we're pretty close to Game Awards. I've got a big announcement for that. I'm assuming it's a release date. I don't see them doing... I mean, maybe they do. They, they do an open beta. Um, I don't think they'll do the build that I got. Maybe to be a shorter one. Right, yeah. Uh, otherwise, good on them for giving out a build this big. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it seems like... Um, to me, it seems like a release date. Some sort of like pre-order um dealio uh, and then we'll, we'll get there i mean I, i'd be super happy if this thing came out in april maybe i'm playing an older build and it, it's a lot smoother than what it is now but uh yeah i still think it's got a bit of cooking time to go yeah so we'll see um but yes basically very positive things to say about this one uh super hyped for it and so yeah i'm, I'm really terrified because my hopes are my hopes are rising. And I've been so good at not having hope. I'd yeah. almost I'd almost killed all hope. You know? In everything. Now there's this. I don't know. What I saw looked real fucking good. Yeah. Um and I didn't see as much as you did by fucking magnitudes. Uh but shit man. Yeah. I'm excited. Hmm yeah yep all right well there you go that's uh diablo 4 um it'll be out insert here uh at yep. that point point. Yep. so uh check it out i guess um yeah we'll find out more at the game awards this week and there you go that's a new that's a that's the games we've been playing we've got some news now um let's roll on through and you're gonna lead the charge on this one because we've got an update on nintendo stuff yeah, last week I had my little fucking meltdown about Nintendo being shit. Um, they're still shit. They came out yeah. and they had a little fucking, hey, we, we didn't do this, but like, oh, sorry, this is in reference to the Smash World Tour controversy. Um, and uh, yeah, they came out and they're like, oh, hey, we didn't specifically say this. Uh, it was just, um, you know, heavily implied, I suppose, uh, which is, you know, deeply shitty. Um, and, uh, yeah, it just sort of, I don't know. It wasn't, it was a non response really. They were just trying to, you know, pass the buck type thing. Um, and yeah, it sort of continued to fucking uh, evolve from there, because uh, so part of part of the problem was Panda Global, um, and Panda Global's CEO is no longer the CEO, but details there are still fuzzy, um because he I believe he's a founder of Panda as well that's Alan something I don't know mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah anyway Nintendo said the decision was uh, solely based on their assessment of the proposals submitted by Smash World Tour and uh, their evaluation of the unlicensed activities it was not influenced by external parties such as Panda Global uh, any partner that we grant a license to has to meet high standards uh, we require when it comes to the health and safety of our fans, uh, blah, 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 blah. When we notified ST WT that 
Uh, we would not license their 2022 or 2023 activities. We also let them know verbally that we were not requiring they cancel the 2022 finals event uh, because of the impact it would have on the players. Uh, thus, the decision to cancel the uh, Smash World Tour 2022 was and still is uh, their own choice, uh, which is, yeah, like kind of like garbage, right? Uh, it doesn't really hold up because Nintendo contacted them uh, to specifically tell them that they weren't to to operate they have the receipts all of that exists uh so hey maybe they yeah maybe there was a miscommunication but uh yeah to to lay it at the feet of smash world tour and say it was their own choice uh is continues to be uh garbage uh and yeah uh it's good that Panda Global uh, are making changes. But uh, yeah, I don't think they can extricate themselves fully from the problem, which was uh, their CEO himself, CEO and, and co-founder. Like, yeah, just... Yeah. Um, I don't know. There might still be more to this story. Uh, there's, there's part of it the, the health and safety thing is a sticking point that I, I can't get past personally uh, because like that's such a weird thing to get hung up on uh, and Smash World Tour itself is is being evasive in commenting about that so there might be you know a specific part to this story that is around that that neither Nintendo or Smash World Tour want to talk about uh, so there might be yeah a little bit there but I don't know it's weird it's all weird but long story short Nintendo still suck and Panda sucks a little less and the entire situation sucks for Smash fans I guess that's what I got that's what I got what's next Valheim um, Mistlands update released Hey, you gonna play some Valheim, Loki? Absolutely not right now. What? What a hater! <laughs> what else are you playing? Fucking Callisto Protocol. Get the fuck out of here. You done with Diablo? Yeah, like, I already I got know like that. Two more, two more days to play Diablo. What? What a dog! What a dog! I'm gonna start my hardcore character. Fucking oh yeah, of course, of course. Um, yeah, Mistlands. Uh, the patch went out. Um. The biome will not generate in areas that you if uh, will only generate in areas that you haven't discovered yet. So their advice is uh, you might want to start a new realm if uh, if you've already explored a lot. But at the same time, uh, yeah, if you haven't, then you might be okay. You might be okay, but you might also be limiting how much Mistlands biome you can have. Uh, so yeah, anyway, uh, they, they went like very high level on the patch notes. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you can, I don't know, they've, they've got, they've got stuff. Um, they've got like, uh, a bunch of new mechanics and stuff, new, new things to farm and, 
uh, like chickens and mushrooms and stuff like that. They've got NPCs now, um, a whole bunch of new enemies, or a new boss, obviously, a new highest tier of like material and stuff like that. They've changed a bunch of stuff about how fishing works. Um, food was changed in Hearth and Home. But I didn't play. I haven't played since before Hearth and Home, so I'll be interested to see how that works because I believe that's different as well. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot. It's pretty cool. I'm uh, I'm tempted, right? Either I jump in for Mistlands or I continue to wait for for Valheim to continue to grow as it does. It just continues to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. Do we know like when they're aiming for a full release? absolutely no idea Fair enough. yeah yeah like no clue whatsoever i don't know where miss lance was in their uh in their uh roadmap from all that time ago from back when they first launched their very uh optimistic roadmap let's see update four was oh that was the last Main update, Mistlands was the biome, uh, but they also want to add moon phases, tar pits, Svartalfar brigands. I love them. Yep. They're my favorite. Me too. So yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's This is patch two, 0.212, uh, so it's not patch... Oh, so it's already out. Patch... Point two one two. Ah, oh, point two one two. Right. Yes. No, and so it's not even point nine. So who knows? Still who a ways knows? to go before yes. they get to one. Exactly. All right. But yeah. Yeah. We'll keep an eye out for that one. Valheim Mistlands. Yes. Mistlands. Um. All right. Uh. Next up, we got some Call of Duty news. I guess this is this is Xbox news. Um. Xbox has committed to uh, 10 years of Call of Duty on future Nintendo platforms or Nintendo platforms in the future. Um, they didn't specifically say which ones because I guess good luck getting that thing to run it on the Switch at <laughs> 60 frames per second. Yep. Um, but this is, a, this is a statement because of the uh, FTC and regulations that are going on right now looking into the combo of xbox and activision blizzard joining forces um and playstation kicking up a stink about it uh i think they also came out and said that they're working with steam right um for the next 10 years as well that the, yep. the, the game will be available on steam which is not like unsurprising considering that call of duty is currently fifth on the steam charts yeah um you know it's a nice way for them to to pull some money and extra cash so yep. yeah what's your takeaway on uh, on this news yeah so they're trying to put pressure on uh, on Sony and uh, and the FT FTC to make the merger go through um, and and this is yeah the the part of it was the claim that uh, our, uh, we're happy to hammer out a 10-year deal for PlayStation as well if Sony wants to sit down and talk uh, so like yeah they're um yeah they're obviously doing some 
some maneuvering at this point uh, to try to make this merger continue to go through. A lot of people seem to continue to operate under the assumption that it has already gone through, but it's actually on the ropes at the moment. Uh, yeah, it's like definitely not a guaranteed thing. So they kind of have to do whatever they can to secure it. This is one of those things, I guess. I have no idea how fucking Call of Duty is going to run on the on the Switch. Is it like Xbox Cloud or something? I've, I don't I have know. No idea. I've got no idea, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, well, I mean, the assumption will be that that it won't be this. It won't be the Switch. It'll be whatever the Switch, the next Switch is, the Switch Pro, or um, the next iteration of the Nintendo console. Because obviously, this not um, they're not talking about Modern Warfare Two. They're talking about the next ten years of Call of Duty games. Yeah. Um, so yes, I don't yeah. think people have to worry about their Switch running Call of Duty. It's the next thing that they buy. True. Yeah. yeah. Which will be fine because the uh, the those chips those chips have got the DLSS on them, right? Ah. 100 percent mm-hmm. easy yep. that'll get them 15 frames <laughs> there you go um they're gonna get all those spare uh 4080 chips or 40 4070 chips stick them in there that's it easy Done. yep yep new switch will be more powerful than my home pc it'll be fantastic all right, yeah. um, next up we got Elden Ring. We'll be getting a free Colosseum update, which is dropping in tomorrow. I tomorrow, think. yeah. Yeah, you'll be able to roam Colosseums and battle something with you and your friends. They haven't really gone into a lot of detail about what's going to happen. It's a PvP, that's all. Yeah. You fight other players in either fight, 1v1. There's PvP in there. Yeah, but it's in the Colosseum. It's like a sort oh, of structured... Cool. It's a fake system. update. Fake update. They're just uh, trying to dr- drill some buzz before into the year, so people are like remember this game. Remember this? Oh, hang on! No, it's already out. Played? Oh, it's out now, is it? Yeah, it happened an hour ago. Okay. Oh, I gotta go. Wrap this shit up. Let's go. Yeah. I'm gonna go kill What's some Twitch? motherfuckers. Have a look on Twitch. What are people doing on Twitch? I don't know. I don't look at Twitch. Um. Why not? I'll look on YouTube Live. I'll look on Facebook Gaming. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> look on Justin TV. Um, <laughs> that's, that's not random. <laughs> no, what was what Mixer? <laughs> that was let's the just, Xbox one, right? Let's just go over to Mixer. Yep. Um, yeah, uh, this is cool. Uh, some people are theorizing that it's uh, yeah, jumping up some uh, some hype ahead of some a, a proper DLC announcement. Uh, at the Game Awards and to sort of remind people that Elden Ring exists. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. I don't know. I don't I don't really need anything. Uh, I'm back in Elden Ring. I didn't yeah. put it on the list, but... Uh, well, Lance is streaming. Let's have a look at Lance. I'm having Lance a lot died. of fun. Nice. Suck it, Lance. Um, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun. So, yeah, Elden Ring. It still rules. It's... Well... Hey, yep. short of an actual fucking miracle, it's the 2022 game of the year. 
Right. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it looks like um, it's PvP, like a deathmatch arena with respawns and things like that. Yep. Um, that's sort of sort of gathering. It's not just one v one, but it's like maybe multiple people. There's one v one. There's one v one plus spirit ashes, and there's also three v three. Those are the three modes. Okay. It looks like he's fighting four people here. Or well, three other people. I don't know. I don't know what's it. Yeah, three other people, motherfucker. That's how 3v3 works. No, but there's no one else. It doesn't look like there's anyone on his team. He's fighting everybody. He's just fighting people. Yeah, I don't know, man. Right, now I gotta go fucking. I gotta look it up. God damn it. Yeah, it's all right. Whatever you said was wrong. Um. Whatever I Next said. up on the news, we got Microsoft is raising the prices of its first-party games to so bring them in line with what uh, PlayStation's been doing. $69 games from now on. Um, oh. But it doesn't matter because we've got Game Pass. I'm sure Game Pass will go up, right? Next. That has to go up next year. Uh, yeah, for sense. sure. For sure it will. Yeah. I think yeah. so, yeah. Um... um yeah, why did you get me to open Twitch, you fucking idiot? Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I don't know. I'm not wild about game prices going up. I know everyone argues that they have to, but... <sighs> yeah. I mean, when people are putting out games like the Callisto Protocol and their quad A games, yep. uh, you just have to. That's it, that's it. You know? The first quad A game to be released costs money. Costs... Dollar dollar bills. Those stutters just don't get come out of nowhere, right? Maybe if you'd paid some more money, those stutters wouldn't have been there. Yeah, they wouldn't have been there. Quality checks yeah. would have been in place. That's it. That's it. I could have afforded. Yeah, it's a check. Yep. Um, while EA was too busy not sending out press releases for uh, Need for Speed Unbound, they did someone out for Star Wars Jedi Survivor, mm. which has been confirmed to be at the game awards but unfortunately for them uh the release date leaked which is march 15th of next year march uh, next year yeah that is cool i'm making a bd1 lego at the moment right yep uh i'm about halfway in mm-hmm. probably finish it this weekend uh assuming i don't get too ridiculously drunk again um yeah i uh i don't know i'm excited i'm excited for another one tell you what to tangent somewhat lego needs to make a b2 emo lego that's what i need that's the droid in andor i would literally destroy the galaxy for that robot he's the best you haven't watched Andor? Luke's just, Luke just looked at me and then yeah. he just fucking st- stood out of his chair and walked walked away. He ducked back to say, yeah, to confirm that he's watched Andor. But everything else I just said, he was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't fucking listen to this shit. Yeah, anymore. no, his name's what? B2EMO or B- BMO? B2EMO, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're about to talk shit about him, no, well, like, I would this watch is what? your fucking mouth. So I'll fucking wop 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 wop. I just said I would kill the entire galaxy for him, and you're like, "Well, time to start some fucking shit." 
Let's put your money where your mouth is, Joe. I'm going to fucking start talking shit, talking your fucking favorite robot. I don't think so, motherfucker. BTMO is the only reason I will allow the singularity to occur. Otherwise, yeah, no, my, go on. My issue is whenever he talked, yep. I thought it was the robot from um, Interstellar. Like, it was, he, he was trying to do oh, the same voice as that all one. All British robots sound the same, huh? Unbelievable. Yeah. What was that one's name? Like, T, T, Tars? Tars. Tars, yeah. That was a good Well, there was actually two of them. Because right. they found another one later on. Oh, they did too. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I should rewatch Interstellar. Good point. All right, let's watch it. Let's, let's do it. Okay. Live watch? Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Did you know Timothy Chalamet is in that? That's who? I don't know. I don't know, but I was doing Actoral this morning. Yeah. And, uh, and there was like a f- fucking 80, 80 letter long word as one of the titles. And I'm like, uh, is that Interstellar? Does he play the sun, like the first star? He must be the sun. Yeah. Not, um, not, not the star. No, Just the moon. Oh, it uh, is. Yeah. So Casey Affleck plays old the version. kid. Yeah, the old version. It's because like the um, the 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 Murphy's in it a lot. Um, right. A lot and, more as a young kid. Yeah, and the other one nobody gives a fuck about. Yeah, I mean, it turns out it's Timothy Chalamet. Right. Um, and and who played Murphy? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Anyway. Um. All right, Jedi. Do, do we talk about this yet? Jedi Fallen Order. How do we get on Interstellar? Um, yeah, no. Yeah, Jedi life Fallen moves Survivor. pretty fast, Lukey. Or, or Survivor, whatever it's called. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's been what three and a bit, three and a bit years, three years since since that yeah, last know. game. Um, if they fix combat, should eight be eight months since I finished it. Uh, put it on easy. That's the smart way to do it. Then you don't have to worry about the, the combat. Yeah, uh, I still remember breaking that game for you. It was amazing. <laughs> you, you were like, "This is the best game I've ever played this year." Yeah. And I was like, "Is it Job? Watch this." And I broke good it. times, good times. I don't know about the first half of that, but uh, yeah, you did, you did, you did really sap my spirit for a bit. Anyway, that's it. That's the news. No, there's more. What? Um, I'm looking at the fucking thing. <laughs> now every every minute we waste here is you not getting to play Elden Ring. Unbelievable. And we just sit here in silence while we watch Interstellar. It's 9.55, Luke. You yeah, know, I've got a deadline. You, uh, go you and I have known each other for long enough that you know that it's five minutes to my bedtime. Not fucking, yep. I'm not playing Elden Ring tonight. So we have uh, questions. My, my brain's about to shut down. Uh, we do have questions. Jack T writes, Hello, Gap Lords. Quick tech upgrade question. Current system Ooh. has a 3600 and a 3070. Are the new CPU generations worth the almost full system upgrade, MOBO, RAM, etc.? Or do I, A, get that fancy 5800 X3D, which is a pretty good price right now, or two, nice, uh, suck it up and be happy with my all of a sudden well below average performance, thanks, 40 series and go full $15,000 GPU reboot in 12 months, or there wasn't even an option for this one. It could have been like three eyes. Um, 
or finally buy a Steam Deck because bed gaming is the future. I'm leaning towards A because I like shiny things now better than shinier things in the future. Anyway, long time listener, first time asker a question. Love your work. Love you. Bye. Wonderful question. Uh, I literally tackled this recently uh, and you went a different way with it with your 4090, right? That's, the, that's one way to go for it. Uh, I went the other way. I, uh, I bought the 5800X3D. Uh, I would very strongly recommend that upgrade path. It has been fucking huge. Uh, it has been a huge fucking deal. Uh, massive gains. I didn't bench before I switched out the CPUs because uh, I'm a professional. Um, but yeah, the difference is at, like fucking bananas. I would strongly recommend it. Um, especially, especially because like the 3070 is a, a great card and will continue to be a great card for quite some time, as long as you're only playing at 1440p, in which case, uh, the way games are working these days, you're mostly going to be CPU limited. Like, the 3070 is actually... Like, if you're playing at 1440p, the 3070 is good enough to run basically anything um, at a great frame rate. But when it drops, it'll be the CPU, not your, not your fucking graphics card. I got a 3080, right? I basically... The same PC, I had a 3700 and a 3080... Uh, and yeah, swapped out the uh, 3700 for the 5800X3D. Yeah, huge fucking upgrade. Make sure, like I was saying last week, make sure you upgrade your fucking BIOS before you take your CPU out. Uh, otherwise, you're going to have to do it the fucking hard way, which I wouldn't recommend. Uh, Lukey, what do you reckon? What would you do? Yeah, I, I, I mean, if you're looking to do something now, I'd go the CPU. CPU MOBO, um, all that stuff first. Yep. Hold out on the GPU. It sounds like those prices are going to drop um, mm, yeah. pretty soon because yep. the, uh, the I don't know, they've got warehouses full of these things apparently. Wait, um, so you're, you're pitching go to the 7 Series? Not, not So get a new CPU and MOBO or just the new CPU? Because I'm pitching just the CPU because that's literally... It depends on how old the... the the motherboard is for this one. Oh, you reckon? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there'd be different different sockets, right? Well, yeah, actually, well, uh, no, well, yeah, that's true. If it's a B, if it's a four B four series, I mm. think you're in trouble. Is it the B four series? Uh, I think you'd be in trouble as long as you got a B five fifty or an X five seventy. It doesn't matter. That's gold. Yeah, that's your problem. That's uh, gold. Uh, yep. Yeah, X570 or a B550 motherboard, then you're good. Otherwise, you're going to need to get a new motherboard. And so you yep. may as well get the new CPU as well. Yeah. Well, so when we're obviously talking about NVIDIA graphics cards here, not, not the AMD cards, right? And so it, it sounds like there's going to be a price drop just purely from how much stock they've got. Yeah. Those 4080s aren't selling at that price. The 4090s went off because, you know, they were high... high sort of tier cards that are just doing stupid numbers yeah uh and then these 40 a's are priced way too high so they're not selling 
so that those will come down in price and unless you're looking to get a 4090 there's probably no point doing the graphics card right now wait for those prices to drop and then uh, do the other half of the computer later on yeah yeah that's next year yeah those are your options I guess those are the two ways yeah um I don't know yeah if your motherboard can handle it 5800 is a great fucking upgrade uh 5800 x3d is a great upgrade oh you got a fucking man i keep saying right oh you gotta watch out for this and watch out for that but you do you do you have to watch out for fucking your thermal situation as well mm. the 5800 x3d runs pretty fucking hot yeah You've uh, also got to watch out for all them crashes you're going to be on AMD. Here we go. Here we Didn't you crash in uh, DMZ the other day? Didn't you crash? No, that was the, the game. Yes, you fucking did. Unreal yes, you fucking did. Error. Yours Intel, crashes all the time. Inside. You yeah. should see, like, well, I'm yeah. surprised you've gotten through this podcast without you crashing. Usually it's like every 10 minutes. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway. Uh, great question. I love the ending. Uh, that is it. Look, yeah. Let's wrap this up. My pumpkin, my uh, stagecoat's about to turn into a pumpkin. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what do you got to pimp for this week? You got anything you want to give a shout out to? Weekly plugs? Weekly plugs go, time? Go to my YouTube. Check out reviews in review. Uh, the Callisto Protocol. Uh, pretty good one. High score was a 10. Low score was a 3. So mm-hmm. uh, a big, big range of scores. Yeah. Who Not, who gave it a, a 10? Do you, do you neg on them a bit or? Did I neg on the 10 a bit? Yeah. Not really. No, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was a bit negative on the 3. Um, because I just, I don't know. I don't know. It was Deso 2, uh, which I believe is how you're supposed to say that. Um, yeah was the 10 and uh the gymquisition was the mm. three yeah uh anyway yeah go watch that uh i think it's a pretty good app um yeah i'm getting pretty cool. uh pretty good at making those what about you where can we read about Diablo 4 gamepo.com i have a preview by the time people hear this it should be up um it's i mean it's supposed to be up in four hours so i hope or five hours Maybe more. Uh-oh. At some point. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, I don't know what time it is. I'm trying to think like it's 3 a.m. here. So yeah, it'll be five hours from five now. Hours. From when we're recording. Yep. Uh, it won't be out by the time people hear this. I can tell you that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, go gamepo.com. I've got some stuff for Diablo going up in relation to that. Nice. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, that's the uh, that's the podcast this week. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify. Did all the places you get podcasts from. Oh, they did. Yeah. yeah. You couldn't take your own, I assume. No, definitely couldn't take my own. Yeah. Um, couldn't record our own footage. Mm. Uh, and all of their screenshots have like, I don't know, not final in it. Like, right. work in yeah. progress. Yeah. I'm like, man, I don't want any of this Come stuff on. in my screenshots. Yeah, it's just that shit. Yeah. Do you um, know what you do? Do you know what you do? You chuck it. You got a, you got a pixel? Do you have a pixel? No. Oh. No. All right. If you had a good phone, what you'd do is you'd go into Google Photos and then use mm. the magic eraser and just erase that shit. 
Oh man, they I've got fucking like fucking end you. They murder you. <laughs> uh, no, I've got um, I've got like Photoshop that'll do that. No, but it uses but... AI to, to erase it for you. Obviously, you could just fucking magic erase it yourself. But this, like, literally, you just paint over the part you want gone. What if I disappears. I do this on like their character art for the barbarian? I just get rid of like his six pack or twelve pack, whatever nice. this dude's got. Yep, he's cum gutters. <laughs> what? Cum gutters. Uh, they... Come on. Anyway. Yeah, okay. Uh you can also go to our Discord page, the thegapodcast.com slash Discord. It'll take you to our our channel. Uh you can talk about things, video game related, TV movies, podcast books, uh food, all that fun stuff. Uh you can jump in there and into the voice channels and play video games with other people as well. Nice little community going on there. Yeah. Uh play you can play um some Valheim with Job this oh. week. Oh. Do that. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. If we'll I can see. drag myself away from the Callisto protocol. Oh, yeah. Oof. Mm. What if you just sit in the channel, other people can join and sit with you, oh, yeah. and they just try and jump scare you all the time? Beautiful. Or you stream yourself doing it, and they can watch you get scared. Oh, hey, you know what looks pretty spooky, speaking of scary games? Hello Neighbor 2. First one scared Not. the piss out of me. Terrible game. It's really? garbage. Oh. Yeah, we talked about it. I hated it. What? I did not like that first game. It was the first garbage. one, yeah. Fucking, I thought you were talking about the second one. Come on. No. Yeah. Um, fine. You keep saying you want to go and you keep dragging this on. I'm more than happy oh to see you talk video again. Is this you your can first also, time on this podcast? That's how you we can get to the uh, website, thegapodcast.com. It's got links to all our social media pages, past episodes, and more content on there as well. Um, that is all thanks to our Patreon members. If you want to help support this show, you can go to patreon.com slash the GA podcast, uh, become a recurring member, get the podcast a little bit earlier, uh, this week, uh, because of the embargo, yeah, yeah, might, might go a bit earlier. Um, we'll see. Mm. Um, I'm definitely not doing it after I, we finish this cause I got stuff to do. Right. Get, you gotta, get you my gotta write your preview. I gotta get my dabble. You haven't started. <laughs> Oh, no, I've definitely started it. <laughs> no, I um, haven't started. It's four or five hours to embargo, and you're like, eh, I better start writing some stuff. Diablo! <laughs> Which one is it again? 3.5. Yeah. Oh, shit, they'd murder you. <laughs> they'd have people come around to your house. Yeah. Oh, you'd fall out of a window. Door. Yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I do disappear, you know why, at least. There's evidence. That is true. That is true. Yeah. Um... So yeah, thank you to everyone who does it every month. We appreciate your support. Thank you so much. Helps pay the bills. Yes. Uh, that is it for this week. Next week, we'll be talking about everything the Game Awards related. Oh. Uh, they've told us to chill our expectations, they which ch- has got me... Uh-oh. Uh, oh, boy. I was expecting a lot. I don't know about you. I was like, uh. the games are fucking back, baby. Oh, Next yeah. year's going to be tight. Uh, and then he comes out and like, oh, no one's giving me money. I had very I low expectations. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Charles Barkley guarantee a, uh, and it's fitting because I'm wearing wearing a, a remedy T-shirt. Alan Wake too. We're gonna see oh, it. Oh, okay. Nice. Gameplay. Call on it. Uh, I'm going to, uh, yeah, um, Niles Barkley guarantee Death Stranding too. Oh no, that's cheating that one. No, no. With starring oh, El yeah, Fanning. Is that that one? You had your fucking. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Who who's the the main character then? It's fucking old fucking Norman Reedus. Dick. Yeah. Did he not die in the Norman last one? Norman Reedus's penis. 
Uh, no, it's just his penis. I think I asked you this. It's just his penis. <laughs> it's all Norman Reedus' penis. <laughs> okay. And, yeah. It's chasing... Oh, no, no, we can't say that. Never mind. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, definitely, you've been cancelled at this oh, point. Oh, gone. I'm Joe's done. not coming yep. back next week. Monster energy drink is replaced with um, uh, Game of Fuel. So, you know. Uh, and the Schick Hydrobot is in it. So, yeah. Mm. It's pretty good. But, it's going to be but pretty good. How many, how, like they said it's going to be shorter this year as well, but okay. what percentage of it is going to be Hideo Kojima? Just like 45 minutes of, of some fucking weird video just playing? Oh, yeah. If they're smart. If yeah. they're smart, it will. Because uh, the rest, otherwise, that that's too much time for awards. Nobody cares about like. Oh, let's have screenwriting. How many famous people are going to be in this trailer? Uh, I'm going to go with eight. Eight. Yep. Okay. I was thinking like ten. Ooh. All right. It's just a fucking smash cut of like. Is it Price the Right rules? Like Jordan Peele was. He was hanging out with him today, and like fucking El Fanning and. Yeah. Norman Reedus and six well, other directors. Famous, like anybody that's got a social media profile that's got more than three thousand people. Oh, <laughs> I'm famous. Yeah, but are you in the game? No, no, definitely not. Right, that's that's where we're drawing the line. All right, all right, all right, all right. Excellent, good. Okay, and it's Price is Right rules. And what do I get when I win? Well, I said nine. You said 10, motherfucker. Oh, okay. Well, let's go 8.5. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Someone with 1,500 fucking Twitter followers. Um, all right. A liter of ice cream. Excellent. Excellent. We, I, all right. We didn't know one agreed to this, but sure. Um, you okay. said well, let's you make a bet. Yeah, I didn't. I, I Like a fictional bet. There was fictional nothing involved. Bet. Fictional bet. Unbelievable. Yeah. Anyway. All right, let's go. Let's get out of here. All I got right, shit to do. You got, you got stuff to sleep. I got stuff to sleep. dreams to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, uh, that is it for this week. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we will catch you all next week on this we show. Will. Yeah. Same time. Same bat channel. Oh. Stay safe. Love you. Bye. I can't believe I'm doing you.